Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. It is Sunday, June 25th, in the year of our Lord, 2023. And this is Season 4, Episode 6 of the Global Outrage of an Educated Man. So grab your coffee, make sure the young ones are uh, out of the room, or outside of hearing distance, because there may be some F-bombs released, some swear words emanated into the ether. Take a sip of your coffee, put down the Sunday paper, turn off the Sunday morning show or the evangelist on the television because you're ready to be uh, hear a sermon today from yours truly. And uh, let's begin. Long time no talk. It's been over a little bit, a little bit over a month since the last time we've met. I appreciate you guys stopping by and dealing with me um but uh, things have been up and down and it's the roller coaster of life but uh last week has been pretty good pretty 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 good um facing some demons overcoming some fears visited the dentist for the first time in over eight years on monday spent about two and a half hours in the dentist chair Found out I only have two cavities. Um, talking about maybe getting a retainer again for my lower teeth so they don't move anymore. But uh, yeah, it's been eight years, um, and especially since you know the last three years, COVID, whatnot, and then the rearing of many years disease. Been afraid to sit in the chair and stare at a bright light, lean back, and you know worried about getting dizzy spell, but. Uh, Overcame that, local dentist, shout out to Larson Dental in Northeast Minneapolis, fabulous facility, fabulous dental hygienist, made me feel safe, I appreciated it, Um, going back to have the cavities filled the day after my birthday, Uh, so did that, Friday night, as you may well have known, um, on the uh, social on the on the Facebook and uh, Wednesday night group fellas you you know but uh, there was a certain young blonde woman uh, in town for concerts and my lovely wife had got lucky enough to get said tickets to said concert so we went to the Taylor Swift show on Friday night and it was amazing i've never seen it wasn't the best concert i've ever seen but it was the most precise professional huge production that i've ever seen um and i'm in awe of this woman's power and influence it is a cult she has a cult she has followers um you couldn't disagree with that if you had stepped inside U.S. Bank Stadium, um, and especially after crossing the pedestrian bridge over the light rail, and then they funnel you in, they wave you through, and then they, then everybody just kind of just went into that first whatever legacy gate that's open there, and they had a merch table set up. And it was a shit show. It was a black hole. It was a riptide. It was... It was hell. It was a ninth ring of hell. Dante was somewhere laughing in his grave. 
you got in there and you didn't know where the line kind of began to get in line to get the merchandise. And my wife wanted to get a CD that had one extra song on it. And so we tried to get into the lines and everything, and we finally kind of did, but the lines hardly ever moved. And it was so packed. It was a Sweet Martha's at the State Fair cookie vortex. It was so claustrophobic. We stood in that line and moved maybe about 15, 20 feet in the span of probably about 30 minutes. And, fr- and finally I said, you know, what's the chances that if we even get to the merch table that they're even going to have the CD left, that they're not going to be sold out. And this was, you know, it was about 6.30 almost at the time. And Taylor goes on at 8, a little bit before 8. And he's like, we might not even get to the, <laughs> get to the merch table. Let's just let's just try to get out of this quicksand of people and get to our seats. That took another about 15 minutes to do so because people were coming in and people were coming from another part of the stadium and it was just hell. It was just the U.S. Bank Stadium. You could have done a hell of a lot better with providing more security or more ushers or more guides or... They just, they could, they, they learned a lesson this last uh, Friday and Saturday night about how to handle a huge crowd because they did not know how to do it. City of Minneapolis did. Kudos to them. Um, But yeah, so we got out of there. We got out of the vortex and we found our seats, which were top notch level seats away from the peasants, away from apparently my wife used a uh, women's restroom on one of the main concourse levels, which was not wide enough. You know, Target Field, bang up job, you did great. U.S. uh, TCF Bank, which is now Hunting Bank Stadium, phenomenal job with room on the concourse. U.S. Bank Stadium, you're a pile of shit. Um, Not enough room. There's just not enough room for a massive crowd. But we got our way to the yeah, the VIP section where we were seated. Um, the Delta, whatever, something or other, on the lower level. We were ninth row up. And that was, man, you get what you pay for. We're away from the peasants. You get your own facilities. You get your own concession stand. There are no lines. There are tables. There is, it's comfort. It's luxury. It's first class. That was great. The show was great um but it's just amazing that this lady can just taylor can just say you know i like something bam sold out i wore something bam sold out the influence that she has on her followers is maybe second only to donald trump um so there we go so we did that on friday night excellent show and and then yesterday I played golf. I played 18 holes of golf at uh, Gross National in Northeast Minneapolis with two great friends. Um, shout out to Fernando. Shout out to Jason King. Um, and I hadn't played a round of golf in over two years for fear of dizzy spells on the golf course. Oh, and Friday night, by the way, I drove down to Minneapolis, put, in the, put the car in the parking garage, and drove home. So... I'm getting back on the horse. 
Speaking of which, I've read an excellent National Book Award winner from uh, Cormac McCarthy, rest in peace, who died about a week and a half ago on a Wednesday at the age of 89. The Hemingway of a Southern Gothic. Um, Can't say enough about Cormac McCarthy, but I'm reading all the pretty horses. So good so far, so good. But uh, my favorite, of course, is Blood Meridian. If you want a dark, disturbing tale of the uh, Southwest, um, the early, early days of the Southwest in America, and scalp hunters, Blood Meridian is it. One of the greatest characters in fiction, the judge. Um, But back to the golf. Uh, Hit 42, shot 42 on the front nine. First time golfing in two years. Haven't went to a driving range. Sorry, Fernando, I beat you by a couple strokes. <laughs> Anyhow, um, back nine, not so great. Shot a 50, 52 on the back nine. So I shot a 42 on the front nine and 52 on the back nine. I, I wanted to shoot under 100, so I shot a 94. Um, great to be back. Then I drove to the golf course and back, which is not that far away anyway, but feeling pretty good about that. And just, yeah, it just in general, just great to get back, you know, to live. Um, and that's what my mom would want me to do, which is, of course, today would have been her 79th birthday. Or as she called it, her, my birthday. It's my birthday. And that was a season. The week up to her birthday, the week following her birthday, up until then it was my birthday on July 6th. And of course, around July 6th, we were always on vacations when we were much, when I was much younger, and that was around you know, the fourth. And of course, the fireworks. She said that the the fireworks for for me. So, but mom, um, we miss you. We will always miss you. I can hear her laughter. I can hear her hi. Um. So today, yeah, she would have been 79. And so today's kind of a blue day, but I'm kind of looking, starting to, you know, the the Meniere's disease, which she probably had, never was probably diagnosed, um, and now I have it, but it's a silver lining because it has forced me to make some major changes for the better and a greater appreciation of what you have and to not lose sight of that fact. Because it, there's no guarantees in life. Um, and maybe that's why my father died at the age of 46. Because he saw his father die on the way to his retirement party and said to himself, I am not going to live that way. There's no guarantee that it's going to be around for me. Um, so I am just going to live my life and provide my wife and kids with as much fun and joy as possible. And let the chips fall where they may. Um, but you still got to take care of yourself. So it's a balance. It's a delicate balance. So that's it with me. So so far, so good. Um, hopefully we'll be golfing again in the next couple of weeks. We got some rain finally for the first time in over a month. Which then, you know, the rain, the rain, the rain is going to fall. But what about Hunter Biden's laptop? What about Hillary's emails? Yeah, 
The doofus had four years to charge Hillary. And why don't they go after Hillary? He tried. They have nothing on Hillary. They have no intent. It's hard to charge a crime without intent. Especially when you're a former president's wife, secretary of state, senator, presidential nominee. You just couldn't get them. You just you couldn't get the slippery Clintons. But you can get the doofus with his hoard of boxes and his irresponsible interviews on Fox News and his overheard conversations with his lawyers. So he's already been indicted twice. He's been impeached twice. And he's probably got two more indictments coming. One in Georgia for election tampering and then a January 6th probe. So, but yet he's the Republican frontrunner. But what about Hunter Biden's laptop? (laughs) That's a cult, folks. If you still support this guy, and it's an, he's an abusive husband, and I, you know, I get it. You still love the guy. He loves me, but he's hitting you. He's hurting you, and the pride, the the inability to admit, yeah, yeah we're wrong. We were wrong on this one. It's crazy. It's just crazy. He is still the Republican frontrunner. He could run for president while behind bars. Couldn't vote for himself, but he could run for president because it's just not in the Constitution. I mean, we have seen a lot in my lifetime. And... There is no bottom for this guy. It's just crazy. It's absolutely insane. That people would continue to support him. So there's my diatribe on that guy. And I don't even think I let an F-bomb. Maybe this morning. So no swear words. Good for me. Kudos. All right. Sanctity of life. All right. So uh, thank you for joining me. And go enjoy the rest of your Sunday. I know my mom would want you to. I love you guys. Until then, spread the truth, spread the outrage.